This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warren, here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. Monday, 12 December, the Overlord of 2022. Uh, your country is in the balance. There's no doubt about it. If you ever, ever question that, what's come up on this uh, social media platform and the revelations of it and the involvement of the administrative state and people in your government um, about this is nothing less than shocking. And what's happened over the last 72, 48 to 72 hours is, quite frankly, breathtaking. And people know I'm not a huge fan of Elon Musk, given his involvement with the, the CCP's involvement with Tesla and um, and his um, his efforts in transhumanism with the chips at, at Neuralink. Um, Steve Cortez, we got Kerry Lake coming on, which is kind of the part two of the big steal, which is this uh, awful situation in Arizona where they stole the election right in front of everybody. Um, Cortez, we're going to get to the capital markets piece after right. Kerry. Give me your assessment of what you've seen over the last 48 hours uh, in your assessment. And we make into what do you think about the Nixon uh, connection here, sir? No, I think it's incredibly important to give that historical context that the intelligence community of the United States right now has staged that we know of two coups, two insurrections. Yes, I'm going to use that word against sitting presidents of the United States. First, Richard Nixon. And then more recently, Donald Trump. And and that is the crux of it. And, and by the way, to your point, Steve, we don't have to be Elon Musk fanboys to appreciate very much what he is doing for this country. Now, it's ridiculous that we have to sort of rely on the benevolence of a billionaire to get the information that should have always been in front of the American people to us. But nonetheless, uh, he is doing a great patriotic service to his adopted homeland through this these revelations. And the, the crux of it, Steve, I really want to focus on this, and I think you, you certainly did in the first hour of the show. The crux of it, it's not about Twitter. It's not about media newsrooms in New York. It's about the intelligence community because both yes. the corporate media and big tech, they are taking their direction from the intelligence community. In the case of the media, it used to be that, that the corporate media was, if anything, our protection, our guardrail against the intelligence community because corporate media used to be so properly skeptical of power, especially hidden power, secret power in places like the CIA and the NSA. Now they are nothing but stenographers, but public relations agents for the intelligence community. And big tech, we now know, thanks to these Musk revelations, was overtly, uh, excuse me, was explicitly, not overtly because it was hidden, was explicitly taking direction from the intelligence community regarding the suppression of information and the creation of a narrative that would lead to the downfall of President Trump. So the IC is at the root of all of this. And that's why the incoming yeah. House GOP needs to do serious investigations. And the next America First president that we elect in 2024 needs to yeah. really take to task the intelligence community. This is why Comer's, the the the, the John Levin uh, scoop on the post on Sunday morning, Comer's ready to go day one. They're ready to hit with subpoenas on the afternoon of the January 3rd. Okay, now I realize a lot of this is to support the McCarthy 
movement and everything like that, but they're ready to go. This morning, the 51, McCarthy coming out yesterday, I think it was Maria Bartiroma saying, hey, we're ready to strip the 51 yeah. of the security clearances. These guys are, and by the way, a big part of this is this audience because we're going to want to get there and get there quickly and but do it professionally. The other thing too, right before I go to Kerry Lake, people do not realize uh, fully what a man of principle that Steve Cortez is. Steve Cortez has sacrificed probably as much as any individual I know professionally because of his stand of supporting people about this vaccine. So Steve, when you see over the weekend the great Barrington Declaration and this heroic, the heroic professors at Stanford and Harvard and Yale that stood up on the great Barrington Declaration. You see right. the Wuhan lab, what he's saying about the Wuhan lab, when he's saying about prosecute Fauci. You're seeing everything we've talked about in the war room since early 2020. Gain of function. He actually used, he, he attached Fauci gain of functions in the deaths. Right. Right. When you see that, that's the whole Bible that you've got the intelligence community, national security apparatus. Then you have the biomedical security apparatus. He's right. going after both with these revelations, Steve Cortez. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and there the consequences are even more dire. You know, the, the first insurrections we were talking about led to political downfalls. But regarding the suppression of covid information. Right. And the support for the tyrannical and unscientific lockdowns, the support for Fauci. Uh, the support for big pharma and its tyranny that was inflicted upon the American people. The consequences here, Steve, are grave suffering, suffering of children, uh, old folks who died alone, who died without their spouse of decades at their side. I mean, the, the human toll of the suppression of information and the creation of a fake narrative regarding COVID and regarding the vaccines, the human toll uh, is so consequential that I think once we learn the full truth, Steve, yeah. it will be the worst yeah. scandal in all of American history. And I don't think I'm exaggerating. Repeat that. Repeat that. that. Repeat that. Repeat that again to me, sir, because I'm it's yeah. my bridge to my next guest. Repeat that I, to me, sir. I think the full human toll, the scale of the consequences, the damage inflicted upon American society, once it is fully known and fully revealed, and Elon Musk is going to be a big part of that, regarding the tyranny of the lockdowns and, and the vaccine and the lies about the vaccine and mandates, it is going to be the gravest, biggest scandal in all of American history. I want to pivot now. Uh, Cortez, hang around. We'll get to capital markets in a second. Uh, I want to bring in Carrie. Like, this is not just about history. It's not just talking about Nixon and the removal of Nixon and the silent coup. It's not just talking about Trump and the Trump era and the rise of Trump as the populist nationalist anti the administrative state. It's not simply about the festering sore that is the 2020 election. Okay. It is here with us today in the present, because if you look at so many as a below, you know, as above, so below in the grand scale of the presidential theft of 2020, which has had massive implications all around. You then have Arizona, which was the railhead in 2020. And guess what? It lives with us today. I want to bring in Kerry Lake, who is, let me be blunt. When you look at the analysis, you look at the data, you look at this lawsuit, is the governor-elect of Arizona. She, there's just no doubt she won this election, okay? And they've circled the wagons to protect Katie Hobbs. And this is going to be a battle royale because if you're, if you're in for a penny, you've got to be in for a pound here in this fight. Right. And the fight is in Arizona and the fight is in Arizona today. Carrie Lake, walk me through the details on your lawsuit, ma'am. Well, 70 page. Thanks for having me on this morning. 70 pages. Uh, our lawsuit. We dropped uh, it. We didn't drop it. We 
I'm acting like it's an album. We filed it on Friday and it is damning. It is damning to within detail and evidence in how our elections in Maricopa County were run and here in Arizona. And this is about restoring faith in our elections. You talked about COVID. You talked about what's being revealed. It was all there to really destroy a president, bring down President Trump, and lead to uh, the issues that led to the 2020 rigged election. Nothing was done about it. Very little was done to fix any of the problems that we saw in 2020. And now we get 2022 and it's even worse. It's all of the same stuff they pulled in 2020. And then they went above and beyond on that, Steve. We have uh, whistleblowers that we have in our uh, webs or on our uh, uh, lawsuit, pardon me, that say 300, just about 300,000 illegal votes with no chain of custody were run through the system. We believe more than 130,000 votes uh, are possibly have terrible uh, voter, uh, you know, verification and shouldn't have been counted. We have whistleblowers who were part of that signature verification who said every day they were churning out tens of thousands of of ballots that should not have even been in the system. They had fake or no signatures or scribbles, but they were somehow pushed through by somebody in the verification process. <laughs> Slow down right there with the 300,000 and 130. You have these, and I realize that you've got a procedures manual that is agreed to that the procedures and processes of these elections have to be gone by a a certain strict sets of procedures and processes that is overseen by both Maricopa County executives and ultimately the secretary of state that is your opponent that did not step down. What you're saying in the processes that she's promulgated under her signature, both for chain of custody and signature verification. You have 300,000 ballots at least on chain of custody that right. are not are not eligible and 130,000 signature verifications that you know from inside people. Uh, and you've put some examples up there that shows you how ludicrous it is. And this is according to her the rules that are agreed to that she's supposed to oversee. Am I correct in yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, let's face it, election laws and election rules are not, they're not uh, optional. They're not like, well, follow these if you want. They're mandatory and they're put there for a reason, especially as all of these states and counties push toward mail-in ballots. Signature verification and chain of custody are our only security to make sure we're having legal votes counted. We believe there were hundreds of thousands of illegal votes counted, and we believe our lawsuit proves it. Not to mention that one of the biggest and greatest experts when it comes to certification of machines and uh, that type of, of, of background says that the only way for this to have happened was through intentional wrongdoing. They did not certify the machines that were used on election day. And we had printers that were going down in almost 60% of election day voting centers. We had uh, equipment that was malfunctioning. Now, put it into scale here, 75% of the people voting on election day were voting for me. And if you have 60% of the locations where the equipment's not working, that's a big problem. So what they did is in areas where the Democrats were voting, mail-in ballots, they loosened all of the procedures designed to make sure that was secure, to make sure every vote got through, even the illegal ones. And when it came to election day where our people were voting, they made it almost impossible. And for in some cases, they did make it impossible for people to vote. 
by statute in the state of Arizona, chain of custody, signature verification, and the certification of machines, they're not optional, correct, ma'am? They're not optional. And they pulled a lot of this in 2020, leading to A.G. Brnovich uh, writing a pretty scathing report uh, talking and, and mentioning how important signature verification is. It, it really is the last line of defense to make sure that these ballots are legal. And we saw the movie 2000 Mules. We saw how many ballots were thrown into those drop boxes. We need to make sure the ballots that are being counted are legal. I would assume that every voter wants that. Nobody wants to have a ballot counted that is a fake ballot, not really tied to a voter, a legal voter. Just once again, I want to make sure everybody understands this. And this is why we had a homework assignment over the weekend for the War Room audience, the War Room posse, to, to read this. It's, it's shocking in its revelations. What is shocking is, is that they just determined they're going to call audibles. Like you go up the line of scrimmage, see another defense, you're going to call audible. According to Arizona law, ma'am, election law, they don't have the ability to call audibles. Is that correct? This is all by statute <laughs> right. and by the process and procedures, correct? That's, that's correct. You go by the manual, you go by the law. And, you know, I forgot to mention the uh, these 25,000 additional votes and ballots, I should call them, ballots that were just found after election day. 25,000 injected into the system. Where did they come from? There's no chain of custody on those. And this is all revealed in our lawsuit. There's so many problems. This is why it's a 70-page lawsuit. We have more than 270 exhibits that we have put down uh, in this lawsuit that we attached to the lawsuit and brought down to the court, and they will be looking through this. These are declarations that people uh, signed under the threat of perjury, and they're willing to put everything on the line to say this is what was going on. Our whistleblower from Runbeck said they were able to have uh, families just drop off. Family members could drop off their ballots. That's not an official site. That's not an official site for dropping off ballots. There's no chain of custody. If Katie Hobbs knew she had the receipts to basically legitimize herself, because, you know, 72% of the people think that something went on here untoward. If she had the receipts to show that she was legitimate, she would come forth and, and answer all this. All they're doing is obfuscating. The reason is they ain't got the receipts. They understand that this election was stolen. Let me underline that five times. Stolen. She is illegitimate as Joe Biden. Short break. Carrie Lake next in the war room. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden? More wasteful government spending? Higher taxes? The deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Carrie Lake, tell me about the, you've got a expert on, because uh, this is another damning and shocking uh, revelation here, because you're kind of asking, how could all these machines like, how could the whole system essentially collapse at the starter's gun on Tuesday the 8th, understanding they knew the volume and they understood what they were going to have as, as far as Trump voters <clears throat> and your supporters voting on game day, ma'am. How could it happen? Well, because we have a huge movement here and they had to have it happen. They had to stop this movement and they couldn't do it the usual way. They had to uh, pull out every single play in their playbook and make it happen. But we have a, an expert, a cyber expert, spent nine years working for the testing facility, the same testing facility that tests Maricopa County equipment, saying that all of these machines that went down on election day could not have happened absent of what was the word he used? Intentional misconduct. There had to be intentional misconduct. This didn't just happen. And we all knew that because, you know, even though I believe in coincidence, this is a whole lot of coincidence heaped on one day. And we're, we're smarter than to believe it was just coincidental to have all of these machines going down. But I said it in the last segment, Steve, they loosened up every procedure and every safety net that we have to make sure that the uh, mail-in ballots were only the good ones, the only the real ones are being counted. They loosened that up, threw in about 300,000 ballots with no chain of custody. Those are illegal ballots. We have no way to prove where they came from, whose they are. And then an additional probably 100 plus thousand that really didn't pass signature verification that were thrown into the count. So they loosened all of that up because that's where the Democrat votes are. And then on the day where the Republican votes are, they made it nearly impossible to vote. We have sworn de uh, de declarations from voters who say, I voted every year, every single election since 1980, but I couldn't vote this time because every time I went to a polling place, the lines were wrapped around the building and I just couldn't stand in line that long. No, it shows you the, the thing about the lawsuit. When you read it, it, it pulls together, shows you the scale of this, the scale of the collapse of, of the system. And you have to sit there and go and, and you look at the um, you look at the report that that they did to kind of just brush this over or and then you see you've got people that with affidavits and will be damning witnesses in an open court. I mean, who are they going to bring? I mean, who's Maricopa County going to bring? I mean, you saw that you saw the open hearings. <laughs> the most yeah, powerful so, thing I saw was those two open hearings. They brought in some of their stooges. You guys did such a great job, and they were just over you know a couple of stooges, and they had overwhelming support from the voice of the people, ma'am. Yeah, they're going. Who are they going to bring? Stephen Richer and Bill Gates. Oh, you mean the two guys who formed a super PAC, a political PAC, raising tens of thousands of dollars to stop me from winning? You mean those guys, the ones running our election, running a super PAC with the number one intention to make sure Carrie Lake doesn't win and I'm on the ballot and they're in charge of that election. Are they gonna call Steven Richer, the guy who is part working with the government to censor us and prevent us from having our first amendment? So when we put something on Twitter, he's having it shut down and deleted. Are they gonna call Katie Hobbs who's doing the same exact thing? 
Katie Hobbs, who's incompetent at her job, refused to recuse herself and is working with the federal government to censor American citizens. Is that who they're going to call? They don't have a chance on this and they mess with the wrong people. If they think they can continue to steal and rig elections, they are messing with the wrong people. Because if we don't stand up right now, Steve, and fight for this at this moment, I know people are tired, but this is the moment we need to get into the fight. Oh, no. Because if we if look at, let them rig yeah. another election, it's game over. It's the country's gone. And you look at Ducey, you know, in panic mode, putting the the trailers down the thing, trying to trying to at least have some legacy. So he says, "Oh, I did some of the border when he tries to run in twenty one. Her radical nature of abortion, right? Her her radical nation nature of the invasion of the southern border. Uh, she has absolutely zero legitimacy." And this lawsuit is a damning declaration of, of not just the, her ability to sit there and steal this in broad daylight, but of gross, not just incompetence. I mean, gross recklessness, right? Recklessness as being mm -hmm. secretary of the state. How could you possibly have somebody secretary of state that oversaw this so against a, a Arizona statute? that would want to even be considered as governor. I mean, she can't manage anything. Where, what's the process? Where, where do we go from here? People have had a chance to get this over the weekend. There'll be a lot more stuff coming out. What's the process? Well, on, on what you just said, you know, I think we need to pin down every re elected Republican and ask them where they stand on the 2022 election. Ask them if they've read this lawsuit. And do they stand with me and the voters of Arizona in fighting this election, or do they not? That's really important. Now, where does it stand? We're gonna, uh, we've are gonna. we got a judge. Uh, we've been assigned a judge. Peter Thompson is our judge, and we're hoping that he's a constitutionalist and will have a, an open mind and an open heart as he takes a look at the evidence. We're waiting for a court date. You know, we're looking for relief. We want to take a look at all of the, um, the, the ballots, not the ballots, but the signatures on the envelopes to compare how many we're actually matching. We'd like to take a look at those and look at the ballots. And we believe that this uh, election is going to have to be set aside or thrown out or redone. I don't know how you fix it other than to redo it. And they're having the same battle in Harris County, Texas. And we're going to see another case in uh, Arizona coming forth today. That should be coming forth by the end of the day being filed, I believe, in Mojave County. This Terry isn't going Lake, away, Steve. It's not going no, no, away. No, 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 no. This, this is this is a battle that's now engaged. Uh, how do people follow you? You're doing media all day today. The next couple of days, how do people follow you to make sure they're on top of this? Because there's new stuff coming out. Obviously, Elon Musk um, came out. I would say very supportive of of taking this and, and playing it all the way through the end. Uh, where yep. do people find you? They can find me at carrylake.com on all of the social media sites. You can also go to Save Arizona Fund, F U N D.com, and you can see the lawsuit. It's right there, Save Arizona Fund.com, and you can see the lawsuit. We've placed it there, and you can uh, scroll through it if you haven't read it yet. Thank you so much, Steve. Carrie, thank you uh, for taking the time today. We're going to be following you all day on other media hits. So thank you very much, ma'am. Thanks. Game on in Arizona. Uh, Cortez, I want your thoughts about institutions and about institutional credibility. You've got, right. um, and this is going to bridge us into capital markets. We, we've got the intelligence community now revealed on the, on the, the Twitter situation about what they've done to right. Donald J. Trump. 
You have the biomedical security industry with big pharma and, 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 and CDC and FDA and all that. You now have the situation. You've read the report in Arizona. And then you got Janet Yellen, the secretary of treasury, just right. kind of wandering around. I mean, and just it's, and I kind of think, I don't know if she got dementia. Other than that, she's just lying to your face. Just like they treat you like a fool. They treat you like idiots. Right. But it gets, this is not just about people. This is also about institutions. Is the institutional right. rot of the administrative state so deep that we need a purging fire to clean it out, sir? Absolutely, because we have a garbage ruling class in the United States right now, and that is the reality. And let's, you know, let's be clear. Every society will have elite, right? It's just, it's human nature. It's inevitable. But we have elites right now of such low quality and such low character that they are inflicting unbelievable amounts of damage upon regular working class Americans. And Janet Yellen, unfortunately, is exhibit A of this. And, and to your point, too, she also really connects the dots regarding the failure of institutions. Because if we think of the institutional rot of once revered organizations in this country, from the FBI to universities to the Federal Reserve to the Catholic Church, I could go on and on about once revered institutions which have totally failed to serve and protect the interests of the American people. Uh, Janet Yellen, we would find at the middle of, as sort of a nexus, at least regarding universities and government entities. Because look at her, at her CV, if we look at her resume, uh, it's sterling. Her credentials are sort of beyond reproach, at least on paper. PhD from Yale, on the faculty at Harvard, former chair of the Federal Reserve, now Secretary of the Treasury, a, a position as the as the inheritor of the, of the really just incredible uh, uh, pass through the, the incredible inheritance of economic success in this country that began with Alexander Hamilton as the first secretary of the treasury. And yet, you know, what do we hear from Janet Yellen since she has taken that office? We hear nothing but lies and drivel. For all of 2021, she lied to us and told us that inflation was, quote, transitory, when in fact it was systemic and becoming deeply embedded in American society. We're going to get some very big inflation news out tomorrow morning, by the way, CPI, the latest report. And while market expectations are that it has cooled a bit, it is still at extremely high breakneck speed regarding put in historical context. And it is in all likelihood going to be the 20th straight month of declining real wages, meaning your pay adjusted for the things you need to buy in your life. Now we have Janet Yellen over the weekend giving, I guess, sort of her exit interview. Uh, and Steve, it was so absurd. It was it was vague, of course, but the only thing that she would get specific about was that she said, I think inflation is going to get better um, in a year, uh, in a year, as if the American people, especially working class people, have a year to wait for inflation to get better based on her ridiculous and, and uh, you know, again, very vague prognostication. This is the kind of so-called expertise uh, that we're getting from somebody who has one of the most important positions in the entire world especially at a time like this with such runaway inflation in this country, with such a massive uh, 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 crisis of economic anxiety in, in this society right now. Uh, Steve, I know you get a ball. I just want to keep you for a minute or two on the other side, because I want to get into this whole thing about the inflation, about how it's destroying the working class and, the, and really the lower middle class in, in this nation. We just had the report that uh, was it 13 and a half trillion dollars of wealth wiped off the American people. This is a um, this is a scourge right now, and they can't and they and they take it almost like a joke. I don't know if it's a joke, but yeah, the inflation is going to get better in a year. Talk to that about the people getting their cars repossessed, the right. small businesses they're behind on their rent, the people not paying their utility bills, afraid to be cut off in a in a bitter winter with like storms that are hitting the West Coast right now. Short commercial break. 
Steve Cortez will join us for a few minutes on the other side. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. It's in my name or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. Your host, Stephen K. Bath. The United States and Europe find themselves in a closer alliance than at any point in many decades. France, for example, has long been the European nation most reluctant to play junior partner in an American-led enterprise. In his first years in office, Emmanuel Macron did his best to display his Gaullist credentials, describing NATO as brain dead and declaring his greatest priority to be developing Europe's strategic autonomy, an autonomy that he defined in part as separate from the United States. Contrast that with Macron's remarks in November of this year, when he talked about NATO as a cornerstone of French and European security. While in Washington last week, He described the new goal for the continent as strategic intimacy with Washington and spoke of the need for even deeper cooperation. When the French president starts sounding like the British prime minister, it's worth paying attention. And it's not just Macron. Germany's Olaf Scholz has sounded a clarion call for Western unity in the pages of foreign affairs. For those wondering whether Germany's declared shift in foreign policy earlier this year was a momentary reaction to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Scholz makes clear that he believes we are at the end of an era of peace. He underlined the massive turnaround in German foreign policy, chiefly the creation of a roughly $100 billion fund to upgrade the German armed forces, which he called the starkest change in German security policy since 1955. The break with president was so dramatic that Germany had to amend its constitution to make it possible. The epical tectonic shift... Uh, So so Fareed Zakhar is making a a point, and he's a lanticist and a a globalist, right, over at CNN. Cortez, he's making the point, more cash, oh, because the the NATO alliance is working so well. It's working so well, they won't pay for anything. The United States will pay for it. And oh, by the way, the, the, the bad thing is any kind of protectionist or economic nationalism that can actually put some wealth into the pocket of the American people who have to pay, who then have the p- right. privilege of paying for the Ukraine war. 
deconstruct this madness for me, sir, because this is how they think. You're hearing, yes. you're hearing that gobbledygook right there, sir. Yes. And, and look, Fareed Zakaria, he is in some ways sort of the town crier for the globalist uh, internationally. Uh, got to be very famous for a book he wrote that is literally titled The Post-American World, okay? And that is the post-American world that he is trying to create. He's not just an observer of it. He's trying to create that multilateral world. And, and in this screed over the weekend, I mean, he literally, he praised Joe Biden for supporting and escalating this war in Ukraine. But he then said, however, I can't give you full credit because at the same time, you're unfortunately continuing some of President Trump's very needed protectionist policies regarding trade. And what he's revealing there is that there are two things that the globalists really love. They love war and they want that war to be primarily fought and paid for by the United States. Okay. And then the second thing is they love so-called free trade, which absolutely eviscerates the productive and manufacturing capacity of the United States. So realize what Fareed Zakaria of the post-American world, what he and his cronies want to do to middle America. They want to punish you financially. They want to send your job overseas, particularly to China, where it can be where it can be replaced by slave or quasi-slave labor. And at the same time that they're punishing you financially and economically ruining your community, they want your sons and daughters to go and fight in international conflicts in needless foreign wars. Realize the agenda here. That is exactly that reality gave rise to the populist nationalist movement gave rise to the Trump era and is is the is the is the reason is really the the driving animus in many ways of our America first movement of our patriotic populist movement to say no more we demand protection we will protect the citizens of the United States from predatory trade. We will protect the young people of this country, the young heroes of this country from being sent off into needless conflicts where there's no discernible American interest. So we will, we will, we have been, and we will continue to repel the vision of Fareed Zakaria. But as evident by his show over the weekend, the battle wages on. I want you to tie together because here's why it was such a dramatic weekend. Uh, on, on one level, you've got, uh, you've got, uh, Elon Musk, both on the biomedical security state, putting out about connecting Fauci to the gain of function and, and the millions dead. You've got him saying, you know, his his pronouns are prosecute Fauci, which right. sent the left in complete meltdown. You've got the New York Post coming out and saying, hey, Comer is ready to send subpoenas on day one on the Biden crime family, you've got the supporters of Biden saying they're going to put defamation suits to try and intimidate witnesses right now, defamation suits for anybody who comes forward. Uh, you have today where they're going to go after the security clearances of the 51. And you have these two, you have Janet Yellen's exit interview talking about, oh, you know, the inflation that's destroying the, the working class and the lower middle class in this nation, along with Fareed Zakhar saying we got to have. And the thing is, NATO's not stepping up. The foreign countries are not right. stepping up. America's financial commitments tie all that together in this quite dramatic weekend of of true signal and not noise, sir. Yeah. Well, listen, I think to tie it together, globalism has been a disaster for the vast majority of American citizens. It has been wonderful for the crony credentialed elites, for the connected ruling class. Uh, it has served them very well for their own selfish self-aggrandizement. Uh, but that is a very small group of people and the concentration of economic and political power into very few political hands, both here in the United States as well as globally. Uh, has been the reality of the last several decades, but particularly the last two decades since China was allowed on incredibly beneficial terms 
into the WTO, into the World Trade Organization at the insistence of globalists like Joe Biden, who was then a, a senator at the forefront of that movement, and a lot of Republicans like George W. Bush, for example. Uh, that system, as constructed, again, has worked very well for the ruling class. It has been nothing but brutality for the working masses of this country. Okay, and that suffering, that economic angst, um, that lack of political attention or political agency, that had led directly to this populist uprising in the United States. And believe me, the election of Donald Trump in 2016 is just the beginning chapter. We are still in the very early stages of this trend, this movement of populist nationalism, which is going to dominate American politics for decades. It's going to dominate the U.S. House, thankfully, in 2023. And I want to say I want to give credit where it is due. I've been incredibly harshly critical of Kevin McCarthy. It is fantastic, for example, that he says we are fully going to investigate those 51 uh, security, uh, ex-security officials who signed that ridiculous lie, that smear uh, that, that the laptop from hell was somehow illegitimate and somehow Russian disinformation. That is a great move. Um, and it, by the way, I think that move and others like it from Kevin McCarthy emanates from the pressure, which we are quite properly putting on from the right to say, listen, we earned that gavel away from Nancy Pelosi. We refuse to give it to the Washington establishment. It has to be a truly, um, a truly powerful and, and bold Republican House to act as the power, as the lever of power that we have earned in Washington, D.C., um, to stop, to, to, you know, to act as a deterrence. Uh, to stop the massive damage of the Biden regime until in 2024, we can also take over the Senate and then the White House again, and then really make progress, really advance the ball from there against the globalists. But the good news also is I think the globalists know that they are under attack at every angle. I mean, I think that's clear, whether it's in social media with Elon Musk, whether it's in the U.S. House, uh, whether it's within the uh, elections that we just saw in this country where, where populist candidates overwhelmingly did well, and even the left is trying to mimic some, somewhat the, uh, the nomenclature of populism that they are learning largely from the right. So again, the globalists are on the defensive. Uh, we are winning. We're not winning as much as we want, but we are winning and we're going to continue to work more to win more if we stay the course. Uh, last thing, I'm letting you go, but uh, you can tell this Fox News has a has a has a really a favorite. They're they're pushing forward as their candidate. That's Ro Kahana, the congressman from Silicon Valley, because he was smart enough to go through the Midwest and take the ideas of Cortez and Bannon right. in the war room on econ Navarro and economic nationalism, President Trump, and go around and call it economic patriotism. He's now their new favorite. If you if you watch Fox over the weekend, they can't push Ro Kahana right. enough, Kahana enough, and he knows he knows the power of economic nationalism. He's smart enough to get it. He calls it economic patriotism, right, about bringing jobs back. Steve, how do people get uh, to your social media writings and everything you're doing on Getter? You bet. Please follow me on Getter. I'm at Steve. And I'm also on Twitter at Cortez. Steve Cortez with an S. Thank you. Steve, thank you. I know you got a big uh, excavation project you got to get on top of. So <laughs> thank you very much for, for being here this morning. Let's play. Do we have the, I want to play the clip uh, of uh, of Elon Musk, the one that we played uh, before Darren Beatty. Can we go ahead and tee that up? Let me, yeah, let me know when that's ready to go. I want people to get the full. They're nervous now, so here's what they're going to do. They're trying to cut. They're going to try to cut Musk off the knees. Let's go ahead and play it. Please, please, you're the best. Thanks, Sam. The we best didn't even, in the no business. Musk, no, no, no conversation well, about Musk I today. Mean, you guys already done it. So you guys have already done it. No, we no, no, haven't. No, no. I just got to say, to be honest, you know, to be honest with you, when, not to bring us into when, our life. when he's so obviously gross playing. And sort of, he's doing like this shock opera routine. 
you know, like his, his thing on Anthony Fauci. I, again, dangerous. I, again, I just it it's is. stupid. It's dangerous if you have a lot of money in Tesla. It's stupid. Otherwise, yeah. all of this sort of Twitter infighting again, Andrew. OK, you brought him up. So I'll just say I like I can get off Twitter. I don't really care. Right. But I'm wondering what a guy spending $44 billion on that, he's got this brilliant mind for, for inventing things, for, for, for creating things. I just, every day, I wonder, why is he acting like a backbench Republican in the House of Representatives instead of like the richest guy in the world, a guy who could actually take the country in positive places? I don't get it. I don't understand it either. I, I have to say I, I, it, it's lost on me because I also think I always think that I like to think that the economics of things make things you know, rational. And there's something almost irrational to me about what's happening here, both because you would think that advertisers wouldn't want to be around this. And, you know, you think about I don't know if you saw last night he was at the Chappelle concert in San Francisco. He gets booed on the stage. And you start to think about all the people who may not want to buy Tesla's genuinely, literally, uh, because of some of this. And so it doesn't I, I, I wish I could make sense of it, but um, I'm struggling. Well, well, I'm with you. I, you know, I'm with you. It, it's, it's like when when I'm looking at countries and how they react. Like I never thought at the end of the day that Putin would be. Have it. Let me have it. Um, there you're seeing that's Andrew Ross Sorkin of the New York Times and, of course, Morning Mika, uh, mouthpiece uh, Joe Scarborough. The, the outright, <clears throat> they are so absolutely freaked out that he now understands that he bought a crime scene, which we've said from day one, that he bought a crime scene and that he's actually turning it over to people that are looking and drilling deep in the crimes. Wuhan lab, gain of function. Tony said, prosecute Tony Fauci. He had Brennan, the scumbag, uh, one of the leaders of the 51 guilt, you know, a, a treasonous vermin, right? You had Brennan come to Fauci's defense. Oh, Fauci is one of the greatest public servants in the history of the country. And, you know, Elon Musk, this is Elon Musk that they pri they praised with high hosannas just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, he was going to step in and really sort out, help uh, Twitter get some financial underpinnings when he understood and the smart people around him understood that they had bought a crime scene. Okay. And two massive crimes, a coup to take out a sitting president who was winning a reelection, a commander in chief. In addition, as Steve Cortez said, the greatest scandal, maybe in the history of the country, the biomedical security state coming in and lying about at every level about this virus and particularly the vaccines that they purported to be not therapies but the vaccines are going to be solution for this and now you see ross circle but i don't understand the economics the economics makes everything rational is that true is what we've been doing the last couple of years rational andrew ross sorkin all next in the war room in joe biden's america criminals are exalted and the police are condemned sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, 
you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, on Getter, we're going to be putting up and doing more live streams. There's so much intensity going on right now. Uh, we've got four hours a day here on the show. We get our guest in. We'll be doing more one-on-ones. And over the weekend, it's just it's so much going on. This weekend, I want to make sure everybody knows, and particularly, uh, we had the dinner on um, on uh, Saturday night. I want to thank uh, so many kind people came up afterwards, talked about the show and how much they enjoy it. We're going to be out in Metro Phoenix at the Turning Point America fest uh basobic's going to be out there of course charlie kirk and the great team at turning point are going to be putting it on uh we're going to be doing our shows live i'm also going to i think say a few words and um we're going to want what we really want to do is meet and greet everybody get feedback on the show it's fantastic when we get to see you guys in, in person uh where do you go you go to tpusa.com slash war room you can get all the information all the tickets see the schedule see the speakers it's going to be incredible. Uh, Senator Josh Hawley, I think MTG will be there. Uh, Greg Gutfeld, Laura Ingram, Tucker Carlson, Candace Owens, and, and many, many more. A ton of the contributors uh, here from the War Room. In addition, we're going to have the whole production crew and the people that make the War Room uh, happen. You get to meet all them, and we're really looking, uh, really looking forward to that. Um, so tpusa.com. Also, you get Charlie Kirk's book the book there the college scam if you want to understand and remember the Biden administration i think it's going to the supreme court to make sure that you end up paying the uh trillion the one trillion dollars from the deadbeat uh from the deadbeat uh graduate students social justice warriors obviously there are no jobs there and they're going to be bigger uh, they're going to be more unemployment billets they'll be filling as we get our hands around uh this budget so go to tpusa.com slash war room I want to say something. So there's massive uh, fights going on here right now. What the Democrats are threatening on this omnibus bill, which they say they're only $25 billion away. This is on something when you aggregate it up, it's over five trillion. I think it's a five and a half trillion dollars of spending. Because remember, they say by statute, by law, you got Social Security, Medicare and Medicaid. Those all come to about three point five trillion dollars, which is roughly uh, what we take in as far as. Um, taxes uh fees also tariffs all of that all come in it's roughly 3.5 trillion i think the number is slightly off we've got um then the rest of it's discretionary spending including this woke they just passed at least in the house they passed the defense authorization act which then allows you to then 
approve the, the uh, appropriations bill that pays for it. The defense bill right now, it just uh, that's $848 billion, and it's totally woke. They have all types of diversity, equity, inclusion throughout this. It is a, it is a disaster this thing was approved, right? All the wokeness, and that's why we need it kicked into next year. Right now, it's in the Senate. You have the, end, you have the National Defense Authorization. In addition, the omnibus is what pays for it, and they've jammed this all together, all this discretionary spending. And remember, part of the discretionary spending, we're paying for all these groups that hate you. They've got thousands of these NGOs, left-wing NGOs, everything from you know the old ACORN or the voter rights groups. It's all a scam. It's all to, it's all to steal elections, okay? You're paying for it. And that's all got to come out. That's these confrontations. Remember, there's a big element of the Republican Party that just says, not just that we want to pay off the donors, not just we want to pay off the lobbyists, not just we pay off our corporate sponsors, we want to get it all done now. But there's a certain contingent that says, oh, no, 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 we don't want to start off the new Congress and having these confrontations on appropriations. Because if you dig in and say this has to go, you're going to force Biden to make some tough, the Biden regime to make some tough decisions, including shutting down the government. And there's enough here on the appropriation side. Remember, this is totally unfunded. You're going to have to basically just what we call monetize it. You're just going to have to print money, sell bonds basically to ourselves. Okay. You're just going to have to print money, which will only hurt inflation, crowding out in capital markets. And remember, it happens again in nine months. That's why it has to start now. This, this confrontation what I call the anvil of appropriations and the hammer of investigations. Comer was again on Fox this morning going through a list. And that list is kind of the war room list that we put together for the last couple of years about where these investigations have to go. And Comer right now, obviously this is part of McCarthy trying to say, Hey, look, I hear you guys. I I won't be part of the cartel. I'm going to be tough. And and Comer's going to be my attack dog on oversight. Uh, Jordan's going to be my attack dog. On judiciary, I'll get to the FBI. I'll get to DOJ. I got Comer. I got, I've got, uh, I've got Jordan, and he's letting Comer have a star turn. And Comer, quite frankly, from the New York Post exclusive on Sunday, says, "Hey, we've been investigating this internally, the Hunter Biden situation for a year. We have subpoenas ready to go. This is why the counter offense you see from uh, from uh, David Brock." Uh, in this lawyer, I think his name's Morris. They're sitting there going, they're having meetings already, raising money already, that they're going to defend the Bidens. They're going to come out with defamation suits with anybody that would step forward as a witness. So it's it's game on. You've also got the death thing up there. You've still got a group that's running around. And Kristen's cinema is saying now that she's an independent, it gives her more time to work across the aisle. Uh, they're trying to do this amnesty. And the amnesty is not for the two million that they talked about when he really counted up, it's four to four and a half million and even more. So the battles on Capitol Hill, as we, as we hurtle towards the end of the year, and quite frankly, they're supposed to wrap up everything by the 16th. That ain't happening. This is going to go roll through the weekend and it will be into the weekend leading up to Christmas. In fact, I don't see with what they're trying to do right now, how they don't run this out until either the evening of 31 December, or actually they're still quite frankly, technically around until I think high noon on uh, three January, they could roll all the way through this. I mean, what there's, it's so radical. And this is why I keep, you know, saying publicly. So the president and the, his team down in Mar-a-Lago, these are massive, massive structural changes that they're trying to do and more debt. 
that will handcuff your second term. That's why everybody needs to engage in this right now. Okay, we're going to be back here at five o'clock uh, to seven. It's going to be it's we're going to be jam packed uh, on all these issues: the 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 fight for the head of the RNC, the fight for Capitol Hill Speaker of the House. Everything that's going on behind the scenes, all these massive bills are going on, plus Elon Musk, the crime scene that is Twitter, more revelations of that. Also, geopolitics. I think we're going to try to get Colonel Harvey in here, talk more about the CCP. The CCP is feeling heat. At the same time, they're now consolidating not just the Eurasian landmass, but the resources to get off the U.S. dollar. You don't want to miss a second of it. We'll be back here at 5 o'clock this evening. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. But don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone. 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's SAT123.com, SAT123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.